Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We're the co-host of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, five-time winner of the Best of London, and two-time winner of the St. Thomas Algon Weekly News Reader's Choice Award, and presenting sponsor of the 2018 World Financial Group Continental Cup of Curling held in London on January the 11th to the 14th. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Well, Mr. Gilbert. Mr. Inch. How was, uh, how, you missed me last week. I Christian missed me. No, know, he didn't. <laughs> chirping me in here, saying it was a great show without you. It was a, it was a great show last week. You know, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, we only... Um, and we, and we had a couple of callers, and uh, we only we we picked a subject last week instead of doing a lot of questions. We just had a, a theme, and we talked about boilers for the entire show. Did you? Yeah, yeah, great show, right, Christian? Just a great show. Yeah, uh, thumbs up from Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I wanted to thank him. I wasn't here to thank our listeners, but we had a great 90th anniversary. We had over 800 people, 80 cars. Uh, Elvis, we face painting, we made toolboxes, we ran out of food, uh, we raised over $1,800 for animal aid and all breed canine rescue. So, I mean, it was just a great day and Christian was back here. Radio show went off really well. Yes, it did. Uh, you know, we had a caller that called in and we were able to communicate. So it was and, good. And Richard's never called into our radio show before. No, he hadn't. And Richard had never been on the show, our armchair technician. And who just, who just sent me a text just now just to say good morning. Did he? Good, yeah. good morning. How's, I hope the armchair is comfortable. Of course it is. He's there. He's got his coffee and uh, he's ready to go. Yeah, and he was out late last night. So thanks to Richard for all his work there. Working. And he got a new rental water heater in the Sarnia area. He did. Yes. So it was good. Yeah. So I just, again, thanks to all the listeners who came out, and we really appreciated it. And on Monday when we had to put everything away, it was like one of those moments, why did I set all this stuff up? But uh, we've got a few cards and letters from people saying how much they appreciated seeing all the old history stuff. Yeah, and you have to be careful what you say in the radio, right? Yeah, monster truck. No, I'm just, but street curling too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're now taking street curling on the road. We are. We're going to be in the... Canada 150 participation uh, at Victoria Park on October the 11th. Yeah, and I'm I'm on uh, I'm doing that duty. Am I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You were Thank such you. a good uh, street curling person at the Day of Dreams, and is at the 90th that you know now we're going to go down there, and there'll be all kinds of high school and elementary school kids. And Do you know, promoting the sport of curling in our city, I think uh, I would like to do that. Yeah. It'll yeah. be fun. I'm going to be there at that one. I'm, you're going to. You are. I am. I'm going to bring my stick. Oh, yeah, because you won't be able to bend down to throw a curling no. rock. But it'll be good for people to see the, uh, a curling cue and how it and how it works. Yep. And if there's anybody in a wheelchair or whatever, we can they can use that to throw the rock. Absolutely. So well, that'll be cool. Be a lot of fun. And of course, our 
Uh, Facebook page likes are going up, so we're getting close to that number 500. So please, if you're out there listening, go to Roy Inch uh, Facebook and like us and follow us so I can get to 500 and take that off my sheet of paper here. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please let him take it off his sheet of paper. And, and of course, you know, we, we couldn't have a show in the fall without talking about ordering your winter cover. I thought we were going to talk about furnace maintenance. Well, we're going to do that later or air conditioning maintenance with the weather we're having. Now, Peter, let's, let's be frank. How no, can I'm you, Peter. I'm not frank. How can you possibly, possibly be talking about winter air conditioning covers when, uh, yesterday we had a high of 35. Well, because I'm looking out the window. And you're seeing sunshine and warmth. No, I'm seeing the tree is turning yellow. Which that's that's heat burn. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what is it? The fl- I call them the flats. I don't know if that's the name on Springbank there. You know, the little ponds. Yeah. i never seen them so dry. Like the one side, if you're heading downtown on the left side, it's almost dried right up. Yeah. So. Because it's summertime still. <laughs> yeah, well. Get that cover ordered so that when winter comes, you have it. All right. Order your cover. Yeah. Yes. You don't have to put it on yet. And and my air conditioner has been running great. I'm sure it has. So Now, if your air conditioner hasn't worked all summer and now you're called panicked, you might have called a little earlier in the summer. Well, but maybe those people didn't realize it was broken until they walked in the home and saw their parents for the first time and said, why is it so hot in your house? Yeah. Right. But it's definitely, you know, we all, we, we all worry about our parents and, um, it's important that, you know, we, but likewise, if they are not capable of, of setting up appointments to look after their equipment, then you need to do the due diligence and do it for them. Yep. And, and call, you know, our guys are working today. Yep. We have on call on Sunday as well. Is that your whistle going off? It could be. Was that, was that my <laughs> whistle? <laughs> Somebody telling me to do something today, probably. I better, Possibly. I yep. better mute my phone here. <laughs> and I better check that out. Oh, so. by the way, what about your phone? Well, listen, we're going to take a quick <laughs> break here. And uh, when we come back, uh, you can give us a call. If not, we'll talk about my phone. At uh, But give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Well, the theme this week is songs that were when you were born. So that was The Lion Sleeps Tonight by The Tokens. And that was Richard's pick, and I'm thinking... I'm thinking it is. I've seen that phone number before. Well, and I'm thinking we got the armchair technician on the line. Is that you, Richard? Yes, it is. I uh, didn't want to give you the opportunity to skirt around the conversation about your phone. So what happened to your phone? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I lost my phone in Slovenia at the airport, and I had a choice, either make the airplane or go back and get my phone, and I chose the airplane over the phone. Yeah, well, I I completely understand how a person can misplace their phone. So let me get this straight. You know, everybody in the company has one type of phone, but 
Peter and Richard have a special phone. Yes, it's for the special people. Yeah, yeah. it's like a nine-year-old model versus the S6. Oh, so if you can't be trusted, I'm surprised they didn't give you an S7 if they've got that fixed yet. So you know, I couldn't take it on the plane. Then it would have been good to leave that exactly you know, in yes. security. So. Yes, you had a good now, day yesterday, did you, Richard? Yes, it was a very good day, and and uh, new customer in Sonya and. Uh, very pleased. Uh, sold them a Platinum Plus plan on their furnace and rented them a water heater. And then in the spring, they want to replace their air conditioner. So I invited them to the Sarnia Home Show. Very good. Well, and I and there's been a, a bad rumor going around Sarnia that we don't service in Sarnia. Yes, apparently. Uh, the These people just bought the home. The furnace was just under a year old. And, and they had a smell coming from it. And... Um, the uh, other company wouldn't come out on the first year labor warranty. They just going to give them parts. So she said, I wonder if Roy Inch services area. And they said, nope, nope, they don't service this area. Yeah. Well, when we do, we'll go from yep. Sarnia to Woodstock, Grand Bend to Port Stanley. Yes. So. Yep. Yep. So she's going to let all our neighbors know that we come down there at any time. Wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, Richard. Well, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have, have a wonderful day. All okay. right. Thanks, Richard. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. So he finishes first. And then calls he, in. Then he calls in and chirps me. So I got chirped by Christian. I get chirped by the armchair quarterback. And you were all excited about this phone call coming in. Yeah. yeah. I was all excited about today, but that's kind of dropping quickly here. That's all right. You know, we'll find another way to build you up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so here we'll start in. We got a question. You had a question. Oh, a, yeah. We yeah, got a text, text in from yeah, Sandy. Yes, from Sandy. And it said... Um, uh, Peter and Steve, our furnace is 17 years old, and our heat pump is 29 years old. Uh, they are both serviced every year and are in uh, working good working condition. Should we replace or wait for them to die? The heat pump is only used for cooling. So I, there's uh, two ways of looking at this. You either you're either a reactive or a proactive person. So. Reactive people will wait until it breaks. Um, the unfortunate part of that, Sandy, is that equipment never really breaks at a good time. It always breaks at the worst possible time of the year, whether it's the coldest day of the winter or the hottest day of the summer. So, And then typically what happens when that happens is you don't necessarily, you know, you're, you're at that point in time just trying to solve your problem and, and get equipment put in the fast as you can. So you're, you may not take the time to do some due diligence and get the best company to have your equipment installed. So, you know, I, I think being proactive is always best. I think you, you listen to your technician. If he's advising that you that you should look into it, you should at least do the, some preliminary steps and, and find the equipment that you're going to be putting in and, and research it and uh, get some costs on it and then decide whether or not you want to do it or not. And maybe for our listeners, we can explain what a heat pump is versus an air conditioner because... They were very popular back in the 80s, and they're starting to come back. They are. So a heat pump, for most uh, for most people, you wouldn't be able to tell it from an air conditioner because they look identical. But inside that air conditioner, there'll be a few extra parts, uh, something that we call reversing valves. So your air conditioner is designed to take heat out of the house. So there's a, a coil above your furnace. It's like a big sponge. It absorbs heat, moves that heat out to the outside unit where it gets rid of the heat. So in the wintertime, uh, the 
outdoor unit becomes the sponge, and it's looking for heat. Even though it's it might be minus 10 outside, there's still heat in the air. So it's absorbing that heat, moving it inside the house where that coil gets rid of it, So and puts it into the house to heat the house. So they're... They, they've lost some of their flavor because they run electricity, but uh, there's some products on the market today made by Mitsubishi that we use, which their heat pumps are extremely efficient, and they work all the way down. Even though it's minus 30 degrees Celsius outside, they're still, they're still capable of producing heat for your home. Very popular. Yeah. So in a lot of cases, when we're finding old ones that are working well and we're putting in a new high-efficiency furnace, we're converting them into... Air conditioner only. Yes. Um, but, you know, you look at the length of that heat pump, 29 years. It's amazing. It's, it's you know, yep. it's given its life and it's probably time to look at replacing for sure. Yeah, because it's, it's just going to, there's not going to be a part around to, re, to replace that part if it breaks at this point in time. So really, it, you're, it's just a question of timing, like when, and if you just don't want to get caught in the heat or the cold, then yep. you should do it now. Yep. And that's what the whistle was, Steve. So I was getting a text for this show when my phone whistled. Oh, so thanks, Sandy, for sending in that text. Now, we got one here that came in from Resby, and it said, uh, what is the difference between a Nest and an Ecobee thermostat? I'm sorry. Just say that again to me. I was reading a text. Yeah. <laughs> Christian, do you want to answer this question? Steve's too busy looking at his phone, you know. So what the difference is between a Nest and an Ecobee thermostat? Nest and Ecobee. Well, they're both manufacturers of thermostats that we use, and they're both Wi-Fi capable, but they run on two different platforms. Uh, Nest is uh, a big company out of the U.S., uh, owned by Google, actually, and they produce that round-looking thermostat, which um, people people will know because they do a lot of advertising. But Nest has integrated some things like uh, smoke and uh, carbon dioxide detection, cameras. cameras inside and outside, as well as they've got some other integration going on that you can maybe turn some lights on and off and that kind of stuff inside the house. So it's a, it's a pretty smart thermostat. It, it's, they call it the learning thermostat. So can, it, can I ask one question? Sure. Can it do two things at once? <laughs> Not like you that you know can only look at your phone and can't listen to me. But I was am I here? That, am I going to answer the question or not? This thermostat may be smarter than you. Uh, of course, the thermostat's smarter than me. Uh, but it's it's designed to it's it's designed to give you energy savings because it's going to learn when you're not in the house and try to change the temperature and make the house more energy efficient just from turning equipment turning it down. So Ecobee is another one of those. It runs on a different platform. Ecobee is actually a Canadian manufacturer, and uh, it's a very good thermostat as well. They've got something on theirs, though, a little room sensor. So you can put that room sensor in another room. And, uh, for instance, we have it in our boardroom. Yep. So when you're not in the boardroom, it just, everything's fine. But when people start going in that boardroom and the temperature starts to pick up, that sensor will say, hey, it's getting kind of hot in here. We need to turn the air conditioner on. So they, they're both good. They're both Wi-Fi capable. It means I can run them from my phone or any internet signal. Uh, when, I, when you're away, you could, you could just log into your thermostat and see what's going on in your house. And they both, um, well, Nest will give you a report each month of the savings and, you, and how many trees you've saved. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Do, You've nest, saved a do, park and I've saved a forest. That's right. Yeah. Does Nest do that? Or, I'm um, sorry, does Ecobee do that? Ecobee doesn't give you that type of report, but they can send you reports so you can get some sort of information from your thermostat. And uh, Ecobee is square, black, screened? Yeah, it's yes, it's a different look. It's it's actually, it's nice too. It's very modern and a dark screen, but as you walk up to it, it'll see you coming and it will, it'll light up like the Nest yeah. does as well. Yeah, and the Nest is kind of a round stainless steel that will reflect the color of the wall? Yeah, Nest is kind of interesting. They use color coding so you can see a visual very quickly as you walk up to the thermostat. If it's blue, your air conditioner is running. If it's red, the heat's on. If it's black, um, nothing's nothing's turned on. Yeah, mine's usually blue all the time. I, you yeah. know, I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, 21 degrees, comfortable, you know, a little blanket on at night, make it easy to sleep, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really nice. So uh, they're very popular. I, you know, I recommend those thermostats all the time. So it's, uh, and, you know, we still have the basics thermostats that you can get, you know, that you set it back. It's not a learning thermostat. It's, it's one that you have to set back. Now, in some cases, the Nest, in a, in a learning thing, you can turn some of those learning features off. I put a Nest in someone's home one time and they were never in that room. So the Nest always assumed that no one was in the house. So... You know, there's sometimes you got to turn those features off just to make it so that it, it'll so it, you you can adapt it to whatever the, the person's um, lifestyles are. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but remember those phone lines are open. You can give us a call at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Let me guess, that's yours? That was my son. I was doing a little twist there, Steve, on the chair. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll never be the same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was a twist by Chubby Tucker, 1960, Steve. So you had a song which beat Jamie Weiser. Yeah, the wow. guy that had carried the medal away. Yeah. Finished in last place. Did he? Yeah. We got a target on Jamie this year. Oh, do you? <laughs> okay. And me as well, right? Yeah. Oh, it's always you. That never goes away. Okay. You know, but, but Jamie's been added to the list now. So as long as I keep above you two guys, that that's all that matters. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. And the office was even low this week. They didn't make it either. So that's not a bad thing. Okay. But you, but you picked a song that's coming up about the office. It's so not about the office, no. About all your coworkers. About my coworkers. Yeah. So- well, we'll be interesting to see that. <laughs> now, Gregor sent in a a um, text. He says, I have a central air in my home, and downstairs is very comfortable, but upstairs is very hot. When coming down the stairs, you can feel a big difference in temperature, almost like hitting a wall of cold. Why is it not getting cold upstairs? Well, it's the reason is, is cold air falls and... It's hard. Uh, it's hard to get air conditioning up to the upper level. Uh, there's lots of things you can do to try to make it better. Uh, in in some homes, like in the U.S., they've got a system upstairs and a system downstairs, so they can keep their climate great all the time, no matter where you go. But we typically we use cold air returns to to do that same thing. So if there's 
typically you would put a cold air return low on the ground in the lower level and you'd put a return air high in the wall on the upper level these days and then you're going to take your air from your two extremes you turn your furnace fan on and circulate that air all the time in the house now and that it won't it won't make it perfect but it'll certainly make it a whole lot better upstairs it's it's all about circulation you need to keep circulating that air and trying to cool off upstairs so if you don't have your furnace fan running, we need to get that turned on. Yep. See if that can make a difference. I know in some homes, if you, a lot of people leave their doors wide open, they like that, but close the door within an inch of shutting because we still want air to be able to leak out, but that will start to back up some of the cold. So the hall may be uncomfortable, but the rooms will be comfortable when you go into them. Yep. So that's another thing that uh, Gregor can try, but definitely that fan should be running all the time. And attic insulation. If you don't have an ad, uh, an, uh, an abundant, uh, if you don't have the adequate enough of insulation in the attic space, that heat's going to come in no matter what, because the sun's beating on your roof and pushing down through your attic space. So that a lot of people just think it's to keep the heat in during the winter time. It's actually to keep the heat out of the house in the summertime. So yep. you need you need at least minimum these days are 30 and up. Yeah. If you stand on your bed, you normally can either feel it on your head, the heat coming, or if you put your hand up, you will. And and it's amazing when you do that and you feel how much heat's coming through that ceiling. Yeah. So there's still a lot of homes in London that still just have R20 and you really, you need to, you need to get that done. Just, it'll make upstairs more comfortable because it's just going to be, there's not as much heat going to be coming in the house. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So turn the fan on, close those doors within an inch, see if that helps. Make sure all the return airs are open. You don't have a, a dresser blocking them or yep. something like that. So um, this one came in from uh, Ray, but before we get it, we're going to head right to the phone lines and we got Larry on the phone. Go ahead with your question, Larry. Hi, I'm uh, wondering what can be done about a uh, sewer pipe out to the street from my house that has uh, tree roots growing into it? Well, there's there's two things they can do. There is companies that will come in and will, for better terms, chew up those tree roots yep. mm-hmm. uh, and, and get that free. And then they can line that pipe to try to prevent that from happening in the future. Okay, uh, and what's that process involved? Uh, it, it's, it's an, it's, they'll either do it with like a plastic sleeve or with now they're even doing it with a like a sealant that will go through and seal the pipe. But the other option is is to dig it completely up. Yep. Put in a complete new pipe. Um try to get those tree roots cut back quite far because they're going to continue to grow and uh and do it again. Yep, yep. Um now once it started, it doesn't stop. That's right. And at some point you can look and say, you know, let's remove the tree, but sometimes it's a hundred year old tree that you're not going to remove. Okay. Um, yep. But th- those are the two options to take a look at and whether it's a complete dig up or just have somebody grind it up and then try to line the pipe on the inside. Okay. Now, um, uh, you may or may not be able to answer this question, but the uh, tree is actually on city property. Is there any responsibility on the city side of it that you're aware of to uh, maybe look after this uh, issue? Or it's it's something to try. I definitely would talk to the city about it. Okay. S- sometimes what they'll say is we'll just draw a line at the property line. Yes. And if it's on the other side, it's your problem. Even okay. though the tree's roots are growing that way. Yes. 
They'll just say, sorry, we'll do up into the property line and anything after that is yours. I see. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I know there is tree roots. In it. I did have a guy come in just recently and he, when he pulled the seed claw back out of the uh, pipe, yeah, it had roots attached to it. So. Yeah. 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 And you might, you know, some, you may have to, to prove it to the city, you may have to have an inspection done with the camera. Yeah, the camera down there. Yeah. And it will uh, ge- geofence how far it is yes. so that you can show that, okay, from my house, I'm now at, at the property line and you can see there's tree roots past that. Okay. And yep. then, then you can get the city involved at that point. So uh, your best guess would be if it's on the property or after the property line of the city and you could prove it, it, it might have some rewards on my end sort of thing? That's right. They, oh. You know, it, it, there may be uh, uh, some help there or you have a better case, let's put it that way, when you're yes. talking to the city yeah. for sure. Okay. Uh, have you actually had any personal experience with that, dealing with the city or proving things one way or the other? Or? We have, we used to, I'll say, do the negotiations years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found, you know, they weren't very favorable talking to companies. <laughs> They're more favorable talking to the taxpayers. Sure. Yep. So we've now uh, kind of got backed away from that and said, uh, the you know customers have to go and and argue the point and yes. and work that and I think there's more success that way. I see. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, okay. thanks for the information. Now, uh, this liner and or the complete dig up sounds fairly expensive. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. We we um we don't do it, but it is fairly expensive, and so it's something yeah. you've got to, got away. Uh, like if you're having issues where it's, it's backing up into your home. There's really no choice. But oh, if, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. this is the second time in about three years where it's had to be done. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, thanks for your info. Thank no you. Thank All you. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, that can definitely be a problem, and we see that quite a bit. So, Well, we'll get to Ray's question when we come back, um, but we're going to take a quick, short break. So remember, you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Here we come, walk down the street, we get funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we're monkeying around. So, so are you calling all our co-workers monkeys? No, I just, did you hear it? We're a whole bunch of monkeys just fooling around, like you were away. <laughs> yeah, was old, so you're telling me when I was away, that's what it was like around the shop. Yeah, we had fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're making note, note of that. that. Yeah. yeah, okay. Now, we should mention next week's theme for the bumper music is summertime song. That really should have been this week. Don't tell me that you did not watch the monkeys growing up. I did. Yeah, exactly yeah. you yeah. did. Yeah. And what was the short guy? Davy. Davy. Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Mike Naismith, right? Yep. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah, it was good. They were competing with the Beatles back then. Yes, but yeah. they had a TV show. Yeah. Right? Ah, come on. And the Beatles were better than that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, well, let's get the rage question. Mickey. He says, why do you need to do a maintenance on a fireplace if the vent goes outside like a furnace? Boy, um, well... That fireplace vent out the back is uh, is the vent for the fireplace. So um, 
just because it's coming out the back wall doesn't mean it doesn't need maintenance. It's a gas appliance in your house. It burns. It needs a maintenance on it. Uh, there are a lot of issues with birds that nest in those. And if a bird builds a nest in there and it can't get proper combustion air, uh, you know, there's always a chance of something bad happening with the fireplace. So um, the there's it's just it's a gas appliance. It needs to be serviced, needs to be maintained, and fireplaces are one of those things that, you know, just just alone, just to take the glass off and clean it and make it looking nice, you know, you you, you still need someone there once, once a year to make sure it's burning properly. Well, and unfortunately, that family in Woodstock that passed away... Was because of a fireplace, yes. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's a furnace or a fireplace, they, they need to have maintenance done, they need to be checked. And I'm going to go to, I'm going to jump down to a Sean who sent in a question because it kind of goes why you need to have this done. Uh, what would cause a high CO reading? Is it possible that it was caused by us stuffing foam in the vents for the summer to keep out the rats and have a, and then having a furnace maintenance done by another company, so not us, another company, who turned on the unit but never went out and checked the vents so the foam was still in there. So they did a maintenance, turned on the furnace, and the vents are plugged outside because they're trying to prevent rats or mice or whoever well, from Well, my in. first thought is if, if you close off the vent to that furnace, um, it should not turn on at all because it can't, because it can't get combustion air. If you were to plug the water heater vent, it can still turn on. So my concern would be, uh, yes, you shouldn't be putting foam in those vents at any point in time because it's just, that's not, they're they're designed, they're you know, ant rodents will not go in them. Um, they're they're designed you know for products of combustion to come out, so you should never cover them up. There's specifics in the, in in all the literature around that stuff, but it, it's very possible. It is extremely possible that if they put foam in there and then the the product was fired, it could back up. Now the safeties would have had to fail, so there's something going on with that furnace that needs to be checked, but. Yep, that it would be a real possibility. So first thing is if something gets into that vent, it can't get into your house. It cannot. It, you know, it's stuck in the furnace for better terms. Yes. Um, if that furnace ran, like you said, the safeties, there's something wrong. That's why in our, our maintenance that we do or our tune-ups we do on furnaces, we're checking safeties to make sure that they actually work and shut it down. Yes. And we go outside and check venting because... You know, bees' nests can be built in them. There could be trees covering them. There could be a lot of things going on that we need to take a look at. Um, but definitely, if you had a maintenance done and they did not go outside and check venting and make sure that that was fine, uh, we're going to introduce uh, another point, I'll call it, coming to our maintenances where we're going to take readings at the venting outside just as another way to confirm that that furnace is working at the best capability that it can and the highest efficiency that it can. Right. Uh, and, you know, we're just getting the equipment and providing the training to our guys so that when they do that, that will be something, uh, an extra thing that we can do to to make sure that everything's functioning normal. Yeah. So, Sean, that's definitely not good. I would say give us a call. That other company that didn't check that pipe outside, we need to... Uh, to definitely look at that if you're getting CO readings in the house. 
Now, Jamie Weiser just chirped in about, uh, what about uh, gas dryer vents? Yep, gas dryer vents. And gas dryers have to have metal venting. So a lot of times you'll see people put a plastic, you know, corrugated, I call it like a slinky venting on. That's not correct. because That's that, not gas dryer approved. No. Right. And it will dry out and crack. And when a dryer, gas dryer vents, it vents the, the products of combustion and the CO and everything out that vent. That's why we want it metaled. We want those joints sealed so that you could never have that coming back into the home, but it needs to be checked. You know, hoods outside sometimes will get lint build up around them and the flap won't open all the way. So, you know, you do have to do, I'll call it some household maintenance yourselves. A lot of times I'll reach up in and clean that out or spray water up in there to get it cleaned out so that that flap opens fully every time the dryer comes right. on. Now, Richard was also just saying too that water water heaters have pressure switches for safety as well, but it's the same sort of thing. If if there's something wrong, if the safety's failed, then uh, the product should not turn on, but we just, we check that when we're out doing the maintenance. Yeah. Now, Colin uh, sent in a text message here. Should I have a maintenance on my furnace before I turn it on or wait until it's been running for a while? And the first comment on that is doesn't matter as long as you have a maintenance done. As long as you have an annual maintenance done. That's right. So I had my annual maintenance done in August for my furnace, my air conditioner, and my water heater. Uh, so I'm ready to go. Uh, they've already they've already checked the furnace, fired the furnace, made sure everything was working properly. So I know that uh, when it turns cold, when I turn my furnace on, I'm good to go. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this time of year, it's a great time to get a furnace and air maintenance done because as we can see, you're still using your air conditioner and you can get that furnace checked over and you save $50 by doing both of those at the same time. Actually, I'm just, I've got my windows open now, Pete. So yeah, I'm not running my air. It's 21, Steve. I know. It is beautiful. little blanket (laughs) at night. I tell you, you sleep, you sleep great. You know, no humidity. My dog has his winter coat still. It's okay. When I'm in a customer's home, I reference people like you, right? I say, so you, you know, there are two types of people in the world. There are either, you know, people that uh, are heavy air conditioner users, like my boss, Peter, who turns his air conditioner on in March and shuts it off in October. Or your light users like me, who, you know, every time that it turns nice and you can open a window, that's what you do. So, yeah. But, but you hear me sniffling and, you know, the allergy season's out now. You know, I, I want to be able to breathe. I understand that. You know, so yeah. I, I like that all nice. That's my oasis when I go home. Big ah, screen TV, oasis. watching the Knights game, you know. It, You'll be watching these guys pretty soon too, eh? The Leafs? Yeah, they're in first place. Because <laughs> they haven't played a game, and then after that, we'll see where they go. I'm so, calling it fiftieth, okay. fifty years. It's been fifty years. I'm calling it this year. Okay? Have, have you got your hotel room in the parade route? I'm just saying, I'm calling it this year. All right, we'll okay? see. Yeah. We'll see. Did you want? Did, did you want to just have a little gentleman's bet? I uh, know we we can't bet on the air. I'm just lunch or something. That's <laughs> lunch. Just yeah. Breakfast. Breakfast, okay, after a radio show. So whoever finishes higher, my team, Calgary Flames, your team, who are they again? The Toronto Maple Leafs? Toronto Maple Leafs, okay. yes. 50 years. All right, we'll Ended see. this year. You could name it. 
Well, when we're not on the radio, you can give us a call in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450. Or in Sarnia, we do work in Sarnia at 519-786-2373. Or always at 1-866-EXPERTS. Or you can go online at RoyInch.com and book your service call there. You can listen to a podcast of this show by going to RoyInch.com and hitting the inch-by-inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, Life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. What you should add, right? So join me.